Hello, it is Brandy, and you are listening to Engaging on Social Media with Brandy Henry. I appreciate having you as always. And if you ever have a question or a topic idea or want something clarified, please do email me and I put my email in the show notes. Today, oh, and what I do is I help entrepreneurs, especially timid entrepreneurs, engage on social media and engage in a way that is true to who they are, brings out their personality and allows them to do so much with potential clients, previous clients, friends, family for free. Take some effort, take some trust, take some vulnerability, and it's worth it. So that is what I do, and I really enjoy it. Today's topic is introverts can kill it on social media. Before we get into that, as you know, I like to do a little sidebar, something uh, I find funny about myself. I like to observe myself and uh, see what is ridiculous. And it is the end of August, and I am bumming about my choices on Netflix and Prime. I don't have Hulu. I figured I had to cut myself out somewhere. It's also a great network. And Amazon is making me crazy with the Jack Ryan release. It it has been coming soon now for three weeks, and I really want to see it. So, um, it's it's petty. <laughs> it's silly. It's beautiful outside, and uh, I miss having a show right now. And I am sure there are ones out there that I am missing out on. I'm so picky. Yeah. That is my ridiculousness about me uh, at the end of August as fall and winter are coming on, my worries about not having anything to watch or that I want to. So we'll we'll laugh about that. We'll later on go into some tips and ideas, a free resource, and I like to end the show with something that is uplifting um, because I really do believe in you and what you have inside of you to bring out on social media. So back to today's topic, introverts can kill it on social media. I am an introvert. What does it mean to be an introvert? It doesn't necessarily mean you're shy. That's a confusing thing. If you've um, done any research or read the book Quiet or, uh, I don't know, however um, you may have heard of this or if this is your first time, what really makes an introvert or an extrovert is how we recharge, how we fill our refill our battery, how we um, regroup. And introverts fill, you know, regroup, recharge in quiet by ourselves. Um, I, I like to go out and interact with people and I don't mind sticking my hand out and I don't consider myself a shy person. Yet after an event or two in a day, whoo, I need to come home and work in the quiet of my office. When my children are little, and we have a household of four, and our oldest, uh, so my husband, myself, our youngest, we're introverts, and our oldest is an extrovert. And um, it was a lot of running him around to places where he can get that social energy out. And goodness, it still is. (laughs) It's not quite as hard uh, as they get older. They can... They can uh, manage that on their own a little more. 
So why can, why do I believe introverts can really kill it on social media? For lots of reasons. We tend to think more before we speak. We can come on and come off. We can choose to engage and then shut down the social media without getting hooked or spending too much time. We'll go into more detail on each of these. We tend to be more intentional with what we have to say as we observe the world and what it is that we want to add to it. My husband on the Myers-Briggs could not be further on the introvert scale than you can score. But when he has something to say in a social situation, it is hysterical. <laughs> he might not say much, but he's paying attention and really listening. And then, wha-bam, <laughs> some one or two-liner and can sum up an entire social conversation. It cracks me up. Um, I am an introvert, but not if you've done Myers-Briggs and you understand the various scales. I'm not quite far, as far over as he is. So why do I think we are a little bit better, I would have to say, often, or can be? Not, I don't know. Extroverts are really good on it, social media, too. I just want to dispel the myth that if you're an introvert, you can't be on social media because you're shy. Well, you're not necessarily shy. And you can do well on social media if you're an introvert because you're going to be more intentional. You'll be more thoughtful. You're going to come on with having thought about what you're going to say and how you're going to say it and really paying attention to how your followers respond and how you come across to them. Of course, there's a flip side to this in that we can overthink things and get stuck. We can spin wheels and not really throw anything up against the wall to see what will stick. That is definitely something I do. I can overthink things and I'll get into this more in another episode, but I have found for me, I have to give myself some challenges and recognize that everyone else is often dealing with the same insecurities or nervousness or shyness. And that's okay. That that's I'm no different than anyone else. So instead of overthinking things, I need to try things and see how everyone responds and see what sticks, right? Otherwise, I too can get into overthinking and hypercritiquing instead of simply showing up and offering a splattering of things and seeing what really resonates with my audience. And what is, when I say resonates, I don't mean what's popular or what's, you know, liked for the sake of liked, but what is helpful to them? What are they responding to and saying, thanks, those, those were great tips. That's what I mean by what my audience is responding to. And when it comes to thinking through, after I've thrown a lot of stuff over the years onto social media, and I see what is most helpful to my audience, they're often unintentionally letting me know where I'm landing that's most, most authentic. And you can do the same thing too. 
instead of overthinking, put some stuff out there and let your audience know by responding what they're finding most helpful. They'll let you know, not in a, this was more helpful than these other posts, but in more of a like, what are they thanking you for? What are they responding to? What are they telling their story about our post? And that is your feedback. That is letting you know where you're hitting the mark with helpful content, authenticity, and who you are. And that's a lot better than overthinking forever and wishing that you were further along than you were. So consider getting some stuff up there and let your audience know what they find most helpful. Think about them, not about how you're coming across. They'll let you know. Think about what is most helpful to them. Okay, I will sidebar, not sidebar. Tangent, you do want to think about how you're coming across. Clearly, with empathy and understanding and total um, consideration for their time, right? People are going to spend time watching or reading or engaging with what you have to put out there. You do want to be thoughtful about it. Okay, back on track. And I will... um, answer any other questions you might have about that. So you can always email me and I appreciate it because that is feedback right there. You're my audience and you're helping me know where I'm landing, right? Is this helpful or is it not? If I hear from you with questions and such, I I know that you're thinking about that. And And if I don't hear from anybody, then I know, well, that was, you know, rock star awesome or most likely it may be, uh, not quite on the mark. So your audience will give you feedback. So get it out there. Another great thing about being an introvert is we tend to know our limits. I um, was definitely raised, and many of you introverts may have been raised this way as well, where it wasn't really like allowed to be an introvert. And that could be more about our culture. And as I've gotten older, I've gotten to realize like, it's okay for me to be like, I don't have to, you know, like I've had enough, I need time at home and I don't have to play games about it or hide about it or it's just okay. And that has meant a lot. And it also helps me to know when I've had enough socially. I have my longest social days now are Thursdays and I, I really need to recognize when, um, I'm writing up my schedule for the day that Thursdays by mid to late afternoon into the evening, I'm really pretty spent and simply want to be home. If, of course, I have clients who want to pay me well for being with them and helping them during that time, of course, I will be there for them. But if I have the option to go to another networking event or do a podcast or show up on video, those are things that often can be done another time when I need to get some quiet and regroup and be home. And that matters. So if you're an introvert and you know that you have limits to when you're going to just, you know, it's just enough, plan for it. Do your videos during a time or your social media or you're engaging during a time when you know you're a little bit more pepped up. Or the flip side, I often... If I'm a little burnt out and tired and there's nothing on Netflix or Prime, no, I'm just kidding. I do like to go on and just engage with people and see what they're doing. 
and respond to what they have going on. And for me, that's quite relaxing. I usually do that through their posts. I do like to watch uh, stories that people are putting on Instagram or Facebook, um, but tend to tend to do that with posts. I like to take a little bit more time and read it and, you know, just engage, see what they're doing, see what's going on in their lives. And then 12, 15, 37 minutes later, if I feel a little like I've had enough, I can just turn it off, maybe come back in an hour or two or not. The other thing that we tend to be as introverts better about, of course, I'll get to a flip side with this is recognizing when we might, well, we might be too good at this, when something might be too much. So I recently joined a pretty structured, large networking group, and I recognized that I could definitely get too, too involved. Um, how do you get too involved with something? You're, you know, you're pouring all of your energy in at, at the beginning and doing, you know, all the things at once instead of spreading it out. And I think it's good that as introverts that we recognize that about ourselves, but we don't let it stop us from engaging on social media or engaging out in the world. Better to say, I can do this, I'll just have to pace myself, than to not do it at all. Just like with social media, if you pop on and off a few times a week, that's much better than avoiding everything about it and not showing up for your followers or your potential clients or your customers or things that are happening with their lives and being engaged. we got to engage, people. With that, I want to leave you with a few structured tips. One, if you are an introvert, that's fantastic. It's great. Just own it and be okay with it. Our culture wants us all to be extroverts. Let the extroverts be the extroverts. You will be more thoughtful being able to slow down and think about what you put, post or put up or comment or respond is an excellent, excellent tool or skill or sign of maturity, all of the above. Remember the flip side, overthinking. So trust yourself, get it out there, and know that you are inherently a thoughtful person. Next thing, we know when to sign off. A lot of people think, oh my gosh, if I starting doing all my own engagement on social media, it's going to take so much time, and I'm going to yada, yada, yada. No. Set a timer. You'll know when you're done. Turn it off. Walk away. Go work on other things. Flip side <laughs> is never going back in and seeing what's happening with your followers and your platform. And finally, I'll give you a few tips of what you can do on social media to find out what it is that your followers would like to hear from you. If that works better for you to just simply ask, then ask. I don't know. Every six months or so, I seems like it's every six months, I will put up a post that says, hey, might not literally say, hey, 
what do you like about my platform? What works for you? What should I keep going? I might make some changes. I'd love your feedback. I think the last one said, Instagram feedback, please. And pretty soon I will put one up on Facebook. Facebook feedback, please. And let them respond and tell you what works. You probably won't hear what isn't working, but focusing on what is working, what matters. So ask, ask your followers, put up a post and says, what do you like about my feed? What would you like to know more about me or what I do? Would you like to hear more about this, this, or that? I think you'd be surprised. People do want to let you know. And I would put that in uh, your feed. I've done that in stories before and it doesn't, I don't know. I don't get as big of a response. So I would suggest in your feed, try both. We have different following, right? Different people. Try both. And the other thing I would suggest that you do is simply come on and say, hey, how is everyone doing? That could be your first video. Let them know what you're up to, just thinking about you. What are you up to? What are you doing this weekend? Just wanted to say hello. It's one of my first videos. You don't have to say that. And get that posted and move on. You really can do this, even as an introvert. That's why introverts can kill it on social media. If they use, if we use our skills that we already have and check in with ourselves that the flip side of our skills don't take over. Now, on to our free resource and uplifting bit. Free resource, the pictures on your phone. Oh my goodness, I can tell you, I'm shocked how often on really large brands or bigger companies, bigger personalities, and they're using stock photos that I've seen in so many other places. Um, we're, it's Don't overuse stock photos. On your phone, you have pictures of your life. Use those. Use the ones that are the ones that you like. Go to your phone first and find what pictures you have. Or if you've stored them on your laptop or wherever, then your cloud. Go to those pictures. Use original pictures. You might also be noticing that out in the world. There are certain stock photos that we're starting to see all over the place. And it just takes away from the authenticity or the originality. It actually stops me in my tracks. And I'm like, I saw that one on Upsplash or that one is from Pexels, you know? And and why do I know this? Because I've used stock photography and I've learned that I don't want to rely on it. There are some great stock photos out there that really can help hammer home. And I try to use the ones that seem to have been used that have the least amount of hearts to them or likes or popularity, go to your phone first and use those pictures. Allow the pictures that you already have in your life to help tell the story of who you are and what you're up to. That is my free resource for you today. My uplifting bit for you is if you had to, this is, gosh, this is kind of more of a tip and an uplifting bit. My uplifting bit really is about letting you know that you have far more in you to share than you might realize. And here's how I'm going to try and prove that to you. 
If you had a seven-year-old sit down next to you and you had to explain to him or her so that the child fully understood how you did your job or your hobby or your, I don't know, let's see, or your business or what it is that you are bringing to the world for sale or service or coaching, if you had to sit down and explain that to a seven-year-old and really make sure that he or she understood all the aspects and steps and were clear, if you can imagine doing that, you've got a book in you. You've got a ton of content in you. You've got a lot that you can offer because when we bring material to the world, And we share bits about what is already so ingrained in us or what we just do because we know how or what becomes intuitive to us, what feels natural, like anybody can do that. If I can do it, anybody can do it. Well, that's not true. So take what it is you are bringing to social media or thinking about bringing to social media or do professionally or as a hobby and imagine breaking that down for a seven-year-old. Those bits are what you can bring to content, whether that content is in video, an, a book, a worksheet, and, you know, a workbook, blog, a vlog, which is a video log. In other words, instead of writing things down, you record yourself and usually put it on YouTube. You've got so much there. You really do. Imagine sitting down with that seven-year-old, go to the library and write it all out, type it all out, or record yourself. I'm going to let you know how that goes for me when I start working back on my writing and my ebook. I do really want to try voice to text. Get back to you on that later. You have this in you. You really do. It's a matter of figuring out how to bring it out. And I think that that could be a tool that would work for you. All right. This is, we're at 22 minutes. If you are still with me, I greatly appreciate it. This is my 10th episode. After this one, I will be announcing it to the world, my little world, uh, an official launch of the podcast. So if you have listened to all 10 and I see you in person, let me know. But warn me if you're not a hug person, because I will probably give you a giant hug for doing that. And I appreciate you. I'm here for your feedback, for your ideas, any questions for clarification. And I'm pretty excited. This is number 10, because now I am going to get ready to post it all over the place, email it to everybody. And that's exciting. Yeah. You might need to go get a little more coffee first. So happy, happy, whatever you're doing today, wherever you are in the world, I hope that it is going well. Take care and thanks. I appreciate you. Bye-bye.